0: Hello, and welcome to St. Stories for Kids, a weekly podcast full of fun stories and facts about the holy men and women that have come before us. I'm your host, Chantal Barros. St. Stories for Kids is brought to you by Shining Light Dolls. Discover award-winning Catholic dolls, books, and more. Catholic Bomb design, Catholic kid approved. Visit www.shininglightdolls.com to learn more. And check out all our new Easter goodies while you're there. Today we'll be telling the story of St. Kessog, whose feast is celebrated on March 10th. Kessog was born around the year 460 in Tipperary, Ireland. He was born to the King of Cashel, which made him a prince. Kessog was known for his holiness, even as a child. And when he grew up, he became a missionary in Scotland. While in Scotland, he based his monastery on Monk's Island in Loch Lomond and traveled around the area evangelizing. In March of 520, he was martyred but the work he did remained, and a Christian presence has remained in the area till this day. Now it's time for our story. St. Kesag was very excited to see his friends. His father, the King of Cashel, had invited the neighboring kings of Ireland to come for a grand banquet at the Fortress of Cashel. They would be bringing their sons with them. Kesag couldn't wait to show them all around Munster. Their kingdom in Southern Ireland was just beautiful. When the other royal families arrived, Kessog raced out to meet them. It didn't take long for the group of boys to run off into the countryside ready to explore. The young boys had a great time. Kessog showed them all of his favorite spots, including beautiful hidden pools. The next day was the grand banquet and everyone had a fantastic time. It seemed as if though the other royals were getting along very well, and the alliance between their kingdoms was becoming stronger, just as Kesak's father had hoped. As the dinner party was winding down, the boys decided to go for a walk before the sunset. Let's go back to that pool you showed us, Kesog, one of the other princes suggested. Tomorrow we're leaving, so this is our last chance to see it again. So the boys raced down to the beautiful hidden pools. The light was already dwindling when they arrived and the path was harder to see. Something splashed in the pool and piqued their curiosity. I think I saw a fish. Let's go take a look, said one of the princes. I think I see something. Over there, another called, pointing out by a log lying in the water. So the boys, against their better judgment, decided to walk out onto the log to get a better look into the murky water. But the log was rotten on the inside, and once all the princes were standing on it, it suddenly crumbled, dropping them all into the pool. The waterhead looked very deep, but there was a steep drop-off where the log had been sitting, and the boys suddenly found themselves in very deep water. St. Kesog knew how to swim, and sputtering made his way to the edge of the rocky pool. He pulled himself out and sat on the side shaking with cold. It was only then that he realized that the other boys had not followed him out of the water. He couldn't see them anywhere. His heart was gripped with fear as he realized they had gone under the water and not come back up again. Scrambling to his feet, Kessog ran all the way back to the palace and told everyone what had happened. The king sent his soldiers on horseback to try to rescue the other princes, but it was too late, they had drowned. Everyone at the palace was beside themselves with grief. It was an incredible tragedy. St. Kessag still couldn't believe it had happened. As he was walking through the castle to find his mother, Kessag heard the sound of angry shouting coming from the throne room. It was the other kings and his father. The grief-stricken men were threatening to burn down the castle and the whole town of Cashel. Their angry voices echoed through the corridor. You did this on purpose. You and your wicked son, they yelled. You invited us here to kill our sons and ruin our kingdoms in order to try to gain more power for yourself. This was all part of some horrible plan. You pretended to be our ally while really you were planning our destruction all along. St. Kessog's heart hurt as he listened to them accuse his father and him of plotting to kill the other princes. But what could he do? They were going to go to war with his father over this, and he was powerless to stop them. Kessog ran to his room and threw himself down in front of the crucifix that hung on his wall. He stayed there in that spot the entire night, praying. He begged God to help. He prayed that God would have mercy not only on his family, but on the angry kings. He knew that their hearts were broken over the loss of their children. He asked God to forgive them for their false accusations and for any evil they committed against them. He spent the whole night praying for his enemies. When the sun began to rise and light began to filter into the castle, Kessog was still on the floor praying when he heard shouting down in the main hall. This must be it, he thought mournfully. They've come to take their vengeance. But as he listened, he realized the shouting didn't sound angry. It sounded... happy? What was going on? Saint Kessog got up and ran down the hall. There, standing in the hall, were the other princes, alive and well. Kessog couldn't believe it. He had seen them drown with his own eyes. It's a miracle, shouted one of the visiting kings. The boys have told us that God brought them back to life because of the prayers of Kessog. He prayed for us and them the whole night. St. Kessag dropped to his knees in thanksgiving as the entire court erupted in cheers and joyful praise. The story of St. Kessag reminds us that instead of fighting anger with anger, we should turn to God and pray for those that persecute us. St. Kessag, pray for us. Thank you for joining us today and we hope you enjoyed the story. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, and reviews are always appreciated. Until next time.